You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What it is with the 7K Pick Podcast. He is the Senator. What's happening? And it is Coach Francis return. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? What to do? And me, Joshua Adam William Arbuthnot. We are headed to the final week of the NFL season with uh, a lot of questions for very different reasons. Let's get to uh, the heart of the story here. And yeah, go ahead, Coach. I was saying, you didn't get to the somber moment. Yeah, the, the, the somber Monday moments. night game. Yeah, um, one of the one of the worst events I've ever seen in a sporting event. To be quite frankly, uh, Senator and I kind of went through it together. But Coach, kind of, kind of go through your side as you're kind of watching the horrific event. Well, I'm watching it live, and I'm like, yo, like, I don't understand what's like, why, like. I, I noticed immediately when he fell down. Yeah. As I I thought it because you look at if you look at it, I I thought like, um, you know sometimes how like, uh, we'll have the scrum and then like the other player will push him and he'll get the reaction. He'll do the big fall. I thought it was that at first. I'm like, no way. He just fell, and as I'm watching, I'm like, yo, no, like he's like some, something's going on. And after you realize that he fell down, like then you realize okay something is really wrong, and. It just seemed like it went on forever. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor. I don't know what took place. I don't know anything of that. Um, the only thing I can say is that, like, I've seen tragic stuff happen. But that yesterday was unprecedented. And uh, just prayers out to him and his family, um, the two teams, um, everybody, man. Like, I couldn't imagine being in that stadium not really like as a fan and not knowing what's going on, not knowing anything, and just seeing the ambulance come on. Like, when have you seen the ambulance come to a, come on to an NFL game? Like, I've never seen that before. Even Madden? with like a guy like, yeah, like even even like a guy like Shazier. I don't think they took him off an ambulance. I think they took him off on the cart, and then he got ambulance in the back, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, right? So like to have the ambulance being put onto the field, and that's a grass turf, I think. Thing is grass. So, anyways, all that stuff is irrelevant. But like to see all see all that happening, like you knew immediately. Like, hey, this is serious, and um, I'm happy that they postponed the game. I like the more I think about it, I think they're going to actually just keep it as a tie. Because you kind of mentioned earlier, like there's no there's no room. And I looked at it. I'm like, there is literally no room. And what are you gonna do? Are, are you gonna have the top two, top two of the top three AFC teams play two games in a week going into the playoffs? Are you gonna do that? No, right. So, I just think the more I look at it, it's gonna be a tie. Um, all that is kind of irrelevant right now. Just prayers out to him. Like the the, yeah. the last thing I I I read was that um, he was still in critical, um, mm-hmm. but they were able to, to to get him breathing and stuff. Um, but yeah, yesterday was just a pretty shit day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, all that. The- all that. Yeah. The closest than I remember to it, I can't remember the country, um, but it was in the Euro two years ago when that one player uh, passed out on the field. And, and, 
Switzerland. Yeah. And he was, he was dead and they had to bring him back to life. So that's the closest I recently remember. I mean, obviously Senator and I are familiar with, there was two, well, Owen Hart, but that was a, that was a, a terrible accident but there was there was yeah, a situation yeah yeah where he had the cardiac the hockey guy there's also i remember his name sorry but there's a hockey guy there was also um what else was there like they had um whoa what was his name there's a 33 doc out there on him where he like he fainted in the middle of the game um, they have to do like CPR on him, and he end up dying. Guru, mm-hmm. the legend of Guru, whatever, whatever it was. There, there's, there's that. There, there's a few of them out there. Regardless, like, there's a sad, you know, like I'll, I'll let you carry on, but like I don't know, I don't have anything else to compare it to. I've never seen anything like that live. I've seen videos of it, but I've never been there seeing it, and like not, not being there obviously live there, but like watching mm-hmm. it as a fun quoting on TV. I've never seen that before. And it was a shock. Like, my whole family is there watching it. Oh, not my mom, my sister, but everyone's watching it. It's just like one of those things where it's like, what do you do? Do you turn it off? Do you, like, my my daughter is there watching it saying, get up, get up, get up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Like, it, it, yeah, one of those things where it's like, you know, like, yeah. Well, it, it, it was interesting as two things I was going to say, and then I'll let you go, Senator. One was uh, two wrestling situations happened. Was One happened with Rey Mysterio in the ring where he hit a guy the wrong way. And I believe broke the guy's neck in the ring, total accident. And then the other one was um, with legendary wrestler Masawa. I believe he had a heart attack in the ring and passed away. I think, so I, I think that's what happened. That was a few years ago in all Japan wrestling. So it seemed to happen in the wrestling ring a few times, never in a football field like this. The other thing, it's as you were bringing up, you know, watching with your family and everything like that, and we were recording our uh, worst of pro wrestling uh, show yesterday. So there, there was times I don't think I've ever paused in between the podcast. Cause we were all kind of giving each other updates of what was going on mm-hmm. during it. And I can't remember who asked us it, but they were like, well, what are the broadcasters doing in this situation? And someone that is a broadcaster, I, I would know. So when I've had injuries in the past, we're told, told in our headset, like you can't really focus on it. This is just a basic sprained ankle mm. or whatever. Right. Uh, you're just told, talk about it for two seconds, say, oh, blah, blah, blah is hurt. I hope they get better. Uh, and then we kind of just go in and talk about the rest of the game. Camera will shift away from it. In a situation like this, the the broadcast staff was put into a, an impossible, horrible, yeah, horrible yeah. position, which I thought from – I didn't get to hear the audio. Again, we're recording our podcast. I'm watching the game on my iPad, so everything's on mu- a mute. Um, but from what I saw and what I had heard uh, between Scott Van Pelt, between uh, Susie and everybody in there and uh, Troy and everyone, I heard that they did a terrific job of handling it and talking about the situation the best they could. Ryan Clark obviously had a really good, powerful moment last night. We've had idiots like Bart Scott talk about stuff. We've had idiots like Skip Bayless uh, on, on the him. subject. That's so. Yeah, he is. So there's been a lot of people that have handled it the wrong way. Uh, some people ask me, if you were in that position as a broadcaster, how would you handle it? I don't really know. I would do what my training had told me to do of we 
at first I think you you go with what your producer's telling you. I guess I guess that's the, the the situation is you you probably don't know like anyone else. You're just a human being in that situation. You don't know what's going on. So Troy and Buck, I'm sure just they're human beings. They don't know what's going on in that situation. Yeah. They're their producer saying show the highlight because they like Pat McAfee was saying. He thought it was just a concussion at first. That's why he put out a tweet saying it was a concussion. And then he deleted it because yeah. people were like, dude, this is not a concussion. Delete the fucking tweet. And he's like, oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Because And he talked about it with Rappaport today. He's like, I didn't know. Ian Rappaport, who was on McAfee, was like, I don't know how to handle this as a journalist. And there is no yeah, way yeah. to handle it because it's on an unsighted oh. territory. Anyway, Senator. Honestly, if you, look, like, if, you, if, you look at, if you look at the hit, yeah, that hit happens 30 times a game. That is a very routine. Well, where he hit it though, he hit it right in the T bar of the rib cage. Like, I, I know the specifics. Like, I don't know what like the specifics that you're hearing about. Like, what happens? Like, it's like one of those freak things. But like that play of just like wrapping up a uh, um, offensive guy, bringing him down. It wasn't a vicious hit. So like in the moment, everyone's like, it's a it's a it's a quote unquote routine play in the moment. You're looking at it. You know, there's nothing about it that screams yeah. like, like for instance, like you watch that two hit where he hit the he hit his head. On the, on the ground, like immediately you know that that's a, that's that's pretty vicious, you know. Like, but this hit was just like it looked pretty routine. Um, that's what that's what makes it so well to me. What what makes it more so scary is that yeah. it didn't seem vicious. It didn't seem well. It was like, like a, they like said a, the like, odds like, of it was like lightning striking, right? Like he hit yeah, on the yeah. T bone of the of the heart and add, added to the heart publications. Exactly. Anyway, right Senator, I want to get you in on this. Um, y'all talked about majority of stuff. For me, it was more, um, for me, for me, it was more of kind of a reflection of just everything. Like when you see a young person like that, I think he's 24, 24. um, and going through a situation like that, it's one of those ones where you kind of just question a lot of stuff with yourself at times because this is something that he regularly does this is what he grew up doing this is what he grows up playing like this is something that you love to do you have a passion for you made it you made your passion into your your job pretty much right like you made it your career and to recognize like anything can happen at any time kind of made it was one of those ones where you can kind of just stop and just reflect on like man in our regular day life like sometimes just heading to work you might not even make it back home you know what i mean and looking at that situation i think um the medical staff deserves like a crazy round of applause like they because they recognized instantly that it wasn't a concussion that they had to start the cpr well process. actually you know, well, well like okay well i wasn't there obviously but like what 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 they're saying was that they were treating it for a cpr they, they they had him on the board like I obviously wasn't there so I don't know but what they're what what they're like I'm reading some stuff like there's stuff out there doctors saying but they were treating they treated it as it was a concussion at first they had him on the board they had his next day but they quickly recognized so, that it was a, that they, they recognized yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying you have to when you yeah, look so. at something that's routine well, done, yeah. you look at it like in a sports where there's something with concussion to be able to recognize that, no, this isn't a concussion. He's just not breathing. Like we have to do this. And if you listen to the broadcast, they were giving CPR for about nine minutes 
And during that time, while they were giving CPR, they were trying to find his family, and they couldn't find it, and that's at immediately. And that's why the ambulance took a little bit longer to leave, because they wanted to make sure his parents, who were at the game, were in the ambulance going back with him, right? So um, I think one of the biggest downsides was that whoever gave Joe Buck the misinformation, according to what has come out that they weren't going to start the game in five minutes because I think that started a bunch of controversy too, because he was informed something. So he said what he was informed. Yeah. yeah he just gives what the producer he, gives him. Yeah. And what he would think is a reliable source. And when you reiterate it, that caused a lot of um, anger with a lot of people because you can't be preaching uh, mental health, you can't be preaching all this stuff. Like society can't be doing all this stuff and then expecting after this situation, yeah, we're gonna start the game in five minutes, right? So like a lot of anger came out of that. Um, I just think it was a lot of it was a lot of misinformation. It's a lot of panic and chaos and all that stuff. Even and just 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 people just the people end of the day they revert back to what they know right so even if, even a guy like joe burrow like he was getting some flack earlier today saying that he was warming up to play but he wasn't doing that he was just like shit like i'm, I'm a football player you know like I'm, let me just throw the ball around you know that might get my head up and like i think i think um everybody needs to just take a step back and just realize that it's not about football it's not about it's just about that young man's life and his family no, credit to stuff. credit to the coaches. Yeah, Zach Taylor and uh... who who definitely and like for a coach like especially for Zach Taylor like Sean McDermott that was that's a tough situation to be in. But I think the empathy that you saw from Zach Taylor in that moment is when they when they when you hear sports is more it's like a more than a game that was the embodiment of it, right? Like, since he going over, making sure, like, seeing some of the pain in their face on top of, like, the raw emotions on the Buffalo Bills players' faces, like, this was one of those ones where you really understand for people that don't, that are casual sports watchers or casual athletes or whatever, this is, that was that moment where you realize, like, this is more than a game. Like this is not sure. just it's not just a saying. This is actually and like, how, and how like, it is. As an athlete, like the one thing I'll say before before we kind of move on is the one like as an athlete, like, kind of or ex athlete, I'm working a while. But um one you kind of realize that you when you do certain things, like for instance, when you're a football player, you realize that you're signing up for a certain level of carnage, a certain level of violence, a certain level of unsafety or safety with quotation marks um but this was none of that like that's why i say to me like that's why i think it's obviously it's a situation where like everyone's hit hit but it's the thing where you're hit you're hit differently because it's not something that happens in football like if if he hit somebody and like for like example ryan shazier when ryan shazier got hurt everyone was immediately stopped and everything but it was a different feeling it was like okay like yes he's he's reaching for his back it looked bad but like this is a football injury you know what i mean like this will happen 
to Hamlin, it's like that can happen to anybody. You know, like that's that wasn't a football injury to me, anyways, or like what it looked like. It looked like it was just a, a routine play, a freak accident, and it's like it hit home because it, it happened to anybody, you know. So again, what I'll go, what, what, yeah, that's what I say. Again, well, I'll go back. Prayers up to everybody involved, the medical staff, because um, they got a lot on their a lot of pressure on them. The NFL and Roger Goodell for making the good decision to not having them continue to play that game, but or play you know, just play, a week or, or play for the week. But like, but prayers up for them because like they they're gonna have a lot on their hands going forward because they got to make a decision on this in the next few days, you know, because yeah, like it's just a, 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 a incident where. Nobody is not affected, you know. So it's prayers up for everybody and just. And 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 I know I know, coach didn't want to get into this. I know, Josh, you, you're probably gonna try not getting into this, but I'm just gonna mm-hmm. get into this slightly, right? Of fake apologies. Oh yeah, for sure. Without even apologizing, <coughs> you can't. This is, it's the same thing in the hip hop industry where everybody wants people to be a certain type of thing. And then when somebody dies, then all of a sudden it's, oh man, there's too much violence, right? Like, oh, you don't, you, when they, when it's finally, you live your raps, then there's a, then, oh my gosh, there's too much violence. You saw that when Young Dolph and Takeoff passed away, it's like, oh shit, Young Dolph, Takeoff, this sucks. Yeah, right. And yeah. We're looking at we're looking at this guy who built his career on pretty much and admittedly says that I put tweets out there just to get reaction stuff like that. And you put out probably the most disgusting tweet tweets of the night. You put out three when, tweets back. Back to back. It was not, it was, it was, and then you open up your show without apologizing for your actual tweets and then try to fake this whole emotion thing. And, uh, it's going to be so tough and all this other stuff, like fake ass deep pauses and shit. Like the, the problem with this stuff is it probably to tell you the truth, that might end up being their highest rated show for that for that beginning hour because people were probably going to tune in to see what he actually said. And that's the unfortunate situation about this this stuff. Hmm. You can't it's just a way of promoting yourself in a time yeah. when you don't need to promote yourself. Like it is it is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't watch the episode but as I said to you guys earlier, um, we're talking we're talking like off camera stuff. But like, um, I I'm waiting to see what Shannon said if he said anything. If he didn't say anything and he just like he just left it as, you know, like water under the bridge kind of thing. Like I'll lose all respect, all respect for him because you're a guy who was in, you were battling, you're in the battle. You know what I mean? Like you were there. You know what it's like. You know you know what it's like for guys to get on the field. Like I talked to football players. Um, Mostly CFL, but some play NFL. But like, more, I talk to guys about what is what it takes to get on the field. You know, like the cortisone injections that they gotta take, the the, the painkillers they gotta take. They, like, there's so much shit that, that takes them to get on the field. And then when they're on the field, they're like, 
if you're like, you're running into a brick wall 40, 50 times a game, you know, like maybe not as a quarterback or wide receiver as much, you know, but corners, D line, O line, like they're they're in it every all the time. And for Shannon to be there and to know about that and to be in it with all those guys, to have all those, all those relationships and not say something to this individual or not bring it up or refuse to work or whatever the case is, like I would lose all well, respect for him. Skip Skip already, you know, late earlier in December clowned his ass. And I mean I look at it as the second biggest voice in sports, maybe the biggest voice that's bigger than his is Stephen A. Smith. And I will give yeah. Stephen A. a small sense of credit uh, to when he has said insensitive things, like the Otani thing that he said. He did apologize. Now, was that, Senator, was that a fake-ass apology or not? I, I'm not sure. But at least at least he went right to the plate and apologized right away for it. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a fake apology? Was that not a fake apology? I don't know. But I'll give Stephen A. at least some credit of when he has made mistakes, he has rubbed his persona a lot better and been very close to the vest of how he handles himself. Whereas, and you look at the brand too, right? Stephen A, ESPN, Disney is his brand. When when the Skip stuff happened yesterday, I had people that weren't even really familiar with Skip Bayless, right? Because, I mean, it's been a handful of years. He doesn't air up here in Canada, for those who don't yeah. know. Like, unless you have social media... People don't aren't or, people that don't know Skip Bayless. I'm not going to blame them. So I have people like, who is this guy? Unless you like, or, or unless you like, like follow those shows on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, unless you follow them on YouTube people. or something, right? But uh, it's uh, <clears throat> I had a friend like, well, this guy's going to get fired. I'm like, look what it says for where he works. That's all I have to tell mm-hmm. you. Like he works for Fox. So, mm-hmm. and I, you know, <laughs> yeah. And here's here's the last thing I'm going to say, and then we can move on. I'm going to lose ultimate I'm with coach I'll lose ultimate respect for Shannon not because if he if he doesn't address this when he returns on air mm-hmm. because this is the this is worse than him taking that personal shot at Shannon oh yeah yeah he was doing sure. the Tom Brady thing yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. so this is two things within two weeks pretty much yeah yeah like at some point you got to start recognizing like yeah the money is good but you've made a lot of money in your career you you can get a you you can get a job anywhere if you were to leave that show anywhere i guarantee you like showtime that's trying to build up their basketball right now would love to yeah. have somebody like Shannon Sharp there to build Isn't up the he on? right he does his podcast where what's the podcast on it's on showtime isn't it yeah He's talking about as an analyst, but I'm saying for I know, him, I know, I know, yeah. I know, but 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 but, but, but he already has a connection. Well, then how's about the fact too that you know the Sunday ticket thing is happening now with YouTube? I'm sure they'd like yeah. to have someone like Shannon YouTube Sharp TV, if they're going to they if YouTube is going to do some kind of football show or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, with the NBA Amazon. deals coming up, with the NBA deals coming up soon, I'm sure a Turner and ESPN, they can, Shannon can do both. I, the the yeah. only reason I really listen to that I don't listen to those shows anymore. I'm out because they're nothing. Yeah. I'll, I'd rather listen to someone like a Ryan Rosillo or a Bill Simmons or other talented broadcasters that yeah. can talk about partial. stuff. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Simmons isn't impartial when it's Boston, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I I'd rather listen to. And Shannon is so good at breaking down football. When you hear Shannon talk about mm-hmm. football, he is so mm-hmm. intelligent about it and. 
just such a great human being in the way too that he will admit he's not even the best in his family. He will continue like love someone the way that Shannon loves his brother. Like I don't know anyone that loves their brother the way that Shannon loves Sterling. And I mean, you know, yeah. we, you and I, coach, we like grew up in that time. Like Sterling Sharp was fantastic, and he definitely deserved to be at the next level. Shannon, for sure. Yeah, I hope that Shannon says "fuck this guy." And I, look, they'll find someone else to go with Skip. I think they got lucky when he went to Fox to get someone as mm-hmm. good as Shannon, because I think yeah. that was the big question when he did make the jump of. Well, he's not going to find someone as good as Stephen A. Smith. That's just not going to happen. That was a match made in heaven. If if you belabor me here for two seconds here, like the 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 journey they had with Stephen A. Right uh, back in the day for the cold pizza days for for Skip, um, they had Jay Mariotti who was okay. Then they had Woody Page who was pretty good. Uh, I've going back and forth and it was Woody Page, and then they start kind of brought in Stephen A. Here and there, and I was like, okay, this is kind of good, but it's not like if Woody ever leaves, they're gonna go with that and then they had the Stephen a chemistry and it, it was great obviously it worked really well mm-hmm. when he announced that he was going to fox like this works because of Stephen a and because skip can have yeah. the outlandish stuff because Stephen a knows about basketball when they talk about basketball Stephen a football lots to be desired there uh yeah, so yeah. when he made the jump to fox i'm like steve skip is not a talented guy at this he's just hot take garbage but he needs someone that's actually talented at breaking stuff down, which Shannon is. And if Shannon walks away, I don't know how many more talented people they're going to get. Are they just going to snuck a know-how blowhard like Chris Bouchard next to him? Because that's yeah. that's not going to work. Um, Shannon's the only good thing that FS1 really has right now. I know Skip is a draw because of the hot takes and the bullshit. Uh, but last like, night... Um, Colin has grown on me. I'm not going to lie. He, he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> Senator knows. Senator knows. I was out on him from day one, but he's grown on me because I feel that when he's wrong on most on a lot of things, I would say most, most things he's still fucked up on. But when he's wrong on a lot of things, he'll walk it back and say, "No, I was wrong." Like he has a take where he's like calling right, calling wrong. So like he'll walk it back and say, "I was wrong for this." So I can I can appreciate someone who will do that and who's honest about that. But that fake stuff that that skip has skip has been doing has done like and i don't know i think i i hope this was his last his last straw but well, he hasn't I, he hasn't tweeted he anything today he hasn't tweeted and, and look i guess there's there's three games in the nba tonight so maybe he's like i'll just mm-hmm. take a break tonight because there's no there's no laker game mm-hmm. or anything for me to say something yeah, about yeah. lebron or whatever i mean no cowboys on. there's no, no cowboys no on cowboys so if he was i don't think there's a big college bowl game on tonight so he can kind of take a break but just to kind of bring it back no. to the stuff with harmlin it was a situation of you could see where the room was and it wasn't in a situation i, I go to you uh center because i know you watch mcafee uh like i do and mcafee was someone that sent out a tweet last night about it being a concussion and realized right away i fucked up and he deleted it and he and i believe well, Ma- yeah. mcafee sincere because the difference is between the mcafee tweet and the skip tweet is McAfee fucked up of what the injury was. He didn't realize what the injury was, but he was super he sensitive. Was you know, McAfee is going to put money towards har- uh, this whole thing and everything like that. Skip, number one, I haven't seen anything about any donation that Skip's put towards the drive. He could the very fucking least do that. And I have a whole rant about that for another day. Like, Tom Brady, you're putting in $10,000. Get the fuck out of here, Tom Brady. $10,000. Um, so 
it's in that situation where it's just like take it back for a second skip it's not time to be hot take skip bayless it's time to be a human being like all of us are mm-hmm. like you, you don't need to be those idiots right now it's like oh my fantasy league we're in the fantasy finals like what the fuck are we gonna do like it, it wasn't the time to to talk about any of that bullshit and you know it's a very important game they need the game to go on it wasn't time for that senator i'm just i'm over i've been over this guy yeah <laughs> like it's not even it's so not have i even, that's why i'm mad i'm getting mad about it again yeah it's not even it's not even a joke and on top of it it's one of those things where you said it best it's like read the room but you know there's always the idiot that feels that they need to say something to to divert the attention to them right yeah. and that's what and that's what those tweets were and and honestly i just even thought about it shannon is a football dude all the way through and through right like he's mm-hmm. he's a lebron super fan but overall he football. is sure was he in clutch guy. He's in clutch, no. isn't he? I don't think so. Uh, don't know for sure. But you I'll know check. what would be perfect for him? FanDuel TV. Mm. Now that they're trying to build up that whole FanDuel TV thing, they gave they gave Pat the bag. Gave Simmons the bag. They gave Kay Adams the bag. They gave Simmons the bag. Like, that is a perfect place for him to go to just have his own show. Right, because then you can still have yourself on Club Shay. You can still have your Club Shay Shay on, on Showtime and YouTube, but then you get a next bag from Fanduel, who's who's trying to build up the whole betting thing and all this other stuff right there. Right, you could just be. You don't even gotta talk about what the bet, what you think your bets are. You just gotta go there with some information and just bring on who you want to. Perfect place for your brother to come get a bag too. Mm-hmm. You and your bro go on there talk football. And that will help people when they're making their bets. You know what I mean? Like when you, t- if you're breaking down games, people m- with the rise in same game parlays, like people are going to be paying attention to that type of stuff. And like, oh, Shannon said KC versus this. These people are, this is what you can expect from that. I'm going to put some money down on that. You know what I mean? The other thing is too that we should note on this, and we're spending way too much time. I want to go talk about football after this. Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah, yeah. in this in this opening thing too, he admits that his boss told him to clarify the tweet. That's not a fucking apology. Mm-hmm. That is saying, yeah. my boss said I have to clarify this. That's yeah. what I'm saying between yeah, yeah, yeah. the Stephen A. Smith thing with Otani, which was fucking terrible. I never heard mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith be like, well, the ESPN boss has said I have to say this. Skip directly said, my bosses want me to clarify this. Motherfucker, how about you clarify this? Yeah. Yeah, we don't need yeah, your yeah. bosses to clarify this. You don't have Shannon there with everything that uh, Senator was saying. Shannon's not there. There's a reason he's not there. Like Senator said, he's standing up for his brother. It, it reminded me, what was the situation? Was it, it not was, the bubble um, when Kenny and, and Charles and yeah, Kenny walked was, off? Charles and Shaq stayed. It was Kenny because of the shooting in Milwaukee. Right. And but yeah. Charles and Shaq stayed, but Kenny Kenny dipped out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. So I and and I think you know it doesn't surprise me Shannon's at that level right because there's a sense too uh, of the football community of the black community and young people that all look up to Shannon and I think he looks at that situation of like I I am a role model to a lot of these different parties I have to stand up here. Okay, that's why I said like 
a lot of, like a lot, all my respect is riding on this for Shannon. Like, I want to see where he where where he stands when he comes out. But that's what I want to see. That will tell me a lot. No, that's a fact. Um, okay, so we'll move on from this clown, and I hope we don't have to talk about him ever again. Um, look, this is the thing I don't want to talk about very, very long, but it is something that has to be talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the schedule, um, week 18 will go on as planned. Mm-hmm. So if you're the NFL, if you're Roger Goodell, what are you doing with this? Are you just setting this as a tie, or are we... Yeah. Forgetting about the Pro Bowl, which has been there, there's two choices here. You can either subject it as a tie, or we are pushing everything back a week, and that yeah, Bengals yeah. And, and Bills game is just a separate week by yeah. itself. Yeah. I don't think you can push things back because people have already paid their money for Super Bowl, paid their like all that. The, the, well, the Super Bowl would happen. Super Bowl would happen. The Pro Bowl wouldn't happen. I know. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you I can't mean, take away you can't take away the week of the that Pro week Bowl of prep because week it's, of prep. it's not even the week of prep. It's the media, right there. Yeah. That is what that is what builds the hype for the Super Bowl, right? Like when you have that two week break from the conference championships to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it is all the sports sh- shows talking about it. Then you have media roles. Then you have to bring everybody in. Then you have like the meet and greets with everybody, like for teams and stuff like that. Then all, there's a lot of money within that two weeks that they're not going to get rid of that they can't get they can't get rid of and then on top of that you still have advertise they're still uh finalizing advertisers for the Super Bowl. Like those those um Super Bowl ads usually are like finalized by like the Thursday before yeah. of who of who's getting what placements and all that type of stuff based off of money and all that stuff. So like you can't push it back to have one week. Cause that takes away from a lot of the different stuff. Like even the local oh, businesses, cool. not the local businesses around, but the businesses around where you're looking at hotels and all that type of stuff. Like there yeah. are a lot of money within that two weeks that, that they would super lose out on. So here's, also, here's the, Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, good. No, I was, just, I was gonna say like you're also looking at just like you're gonna have three weeks back to back to back of like intense playoff football. You're asking for other major injuries that to occur. You know? so yeah, I mean, one of those things. I think the only thing that they can do, which makes sense to me, after we talked about it in the group earlier today, Josh, like it makes sense. Just call it a tie. Like nobody really loses out. Like yeah. Well, the Bengals lose out because the Bengals need this win. Because if the Bengals get this win, they still have a chance to get the bye. Yeah, like I, 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 I get that, but um, the way I see it, really good teams can win anywhere. So they're all in the playoffs. Oh, of course, but you still you're fighting for that bye, and even I mean. For them, they could also have clinched the division. They wouldn't have had to sit their players against the games against the. I mean, for you guys, even this week, right? It affects the Ravens in a situation, in a way, because the Ravens would have been in a situation of like, we don't need to play our players. You know, we've had injury problems in the past. Bengals won the division. We're done. Now it's a situation yeah. where Baltimore is going in for this game, being like, if like if I was the Ravens, I'd like to have a little bit of clarification before this game starts. Same if I'm Kansas yeah. City, of like, 
just you need to like we'll i know the situation is dire and it's very and the, yeah. and the human comes first but you know as a we'll as a as a football team like we're the ravens we need to know like what are we putting out all our guys because we think we still have a chance for the division with the guy with them still having a game remaining or what's the I deal think, i think with the ravens in particular i think they've already shown their hand I think when they announced um, when 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 Ravens clinched two weeks ago, and they announced that they weren't going to start Lamar, I think they already showed their hand. Even if you look at the game against the Steelers, Gus Edwards only had three snaps. He wasn't hurt. He just only had three snaps. So like, mm-hmm. I think they've already shown their hand in the, in terms of they're putting all their chips in to. Well, do you think that if it's round. a tie, if it's a tie, then? Just the Bengals and the Ravens, they just put their arms down this week and just be like, we're playing each other in the playoffs. We're not playing Burrow. We're not playing Chase. Cool. We're not playing Raekwon Smith. We're not playing Mark Andrews. That's not happening. Titans just did that. Titans just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was it last week? Yeah. The The difference is you guys are facing each other this week and probably going to face each other in the first round of the playoffs. First round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, but but, but 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 I was saying Titans sat all their guys last week for their matchup this week against Jags. Yeah. Right. So what's what's probably going to happen? In all honesty, like I wouldn't be surprised if, even though I would like to see Lamar come back and get some live game action before playoffs, I he's not going to play. I doubt we see Mark Andrews. I doubt we see Chase Edwards. I doubt we see Joe Burrow. I doubt we see any of those guys. But at the end of the it could day, be the same like, for Bills and Pats. The Bills and Pats could do the yeah. same thing. Bills could be like, "We're not playing Josh Allen. We we want to face the Patriots. We don't want to face the Dolphins. We'll face. We'll 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 not play and Josh think, Allen. We won't play Stefan Diggs. I, We're already emotionally dealing with everything we have. So why would we put our starters yeah. out there? And, I, and uh-huh. I also I also just think that, like we said, this is an unprecedented situation in the NFL I think that as much as yeah everybody wants to win the Super Bowl and stuff like that I think emotionally this like I even watching Aaron Rodgers talk about it today on the Pat McAfee show was was like a whole nother level you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like I don't think I don't think the rush to knowing exactly what they're gonna do with this game is is as dire at this point right now because everyone is more focused on damn we want this guy to make it you know what i, I mean agree. like that i i agree to that but i think as as thursday night as, as saturday night approaches i think things are going to change really quickly i think because end of the day what you have mean, to understand what do you mean by that i mean things are going to change really quickly in regards to like keep like it's good things are like i think like like tomorrow Wednesday, Thursday, we're gonna start hearing a lot more about okay, like what's happening with these games, like because at the end, the end of the day, like it's a billion dollar industry, and yes, everyone is like everyone's gonna be like, um, you know, our condolences, our prayers out for out for this kid, you know, he's twenty four years old, um, but it's gonna come like they're, they're gonna come down to saying we need answers, we need answers now, you know. Maybe not Roger Goodell, but he's going to get pressure from Amazon. He's going to get pressure from all these overheading companies. I'm glad you talked about that, Coach, because some people are like, well, they can just push it back. I'm like, yeah, it's not that simple. Like, for example, the NBC game, 
that leads into Saturday Night Live for the first Saturday Night Live yeah. back of the new year. And that, I believe, is contracted that NBC has, right? They want that lead into Saturday Night Live, a Saturday Night Live that struggled this year, right? CBS wants stuff to lead into that. Like, again, all condolences to this guy. And what I'm about to say is probably, I don't, I don't even want to say it because I feel gross saying it, but you've got to imagine ESPN and ABC weren't happy that game didn't finish last night. Because of, of course the, the higher up because they're like really oh happy. well we because they simulcast it on ESPN and ABC which is fucking gross and I would have I don't even know how like it's it's so hard to think think that people are thinking like that but that it's a million dollar industry I mean, billion dollar industry not, at the end of the day I mean, right and it's I mean I don't I, I'm sorry to cut you off but it's not honestly like is it is it gross to think about yes it's gross but it's not hard for me to think people are thinking about like especially like i'm not saying warren buffett is 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 is, is, a, is a guy in the who's involved in this but like the guys who are ceos of companies they, they this incident is minuscule to the money that they're losing when the game's not being played yeah so and so that is so so that sorry, is true sorry. but i disagree for one part though because i think that if you're at the top espn it, ABC. This is going to sound even worse than what Josh said, right? But I'm just saying it because of from that point, they were probably not as pissed as Josh thinks that they were because their ratings probably went higher. More people tuned in at one point to find out like because of social media posted this thing and all this stuff. They were people were tuning in to see what reaction there were like Aaron Rodgers right. literally said that when he tuned in the game wasn't played he was what mm. he tuned in they were in the studio you know what I mean like this is this- it's it's what news producers to always tell us senator you're actually right it, it's it's the, it's the thing why I don't do news because I fucking hate this thing but this is what news producers will tell you if it bleeds it leads it's the fucking I that- hate that quote it, it it disturbs me to no end it's why I cover sports but it's it's what news producers and TV producers go with the higher the higher the the travesty the higher the stuff more eyes watch and that's just what and unfortunately that's what happens people would tune in to see what are the updates what are the updates did this guy make it did he not make it like all this stuff because when you heard when you first heard you heard CPR for nine minutes on the field right like People are going to tune in to be like, hey, whatever, or tune in to say, see what um, this person has to say or what that person has to say, right? Like, this is just how media works. And unfortunately, that's how media works. So going into this weekend, we also still got to realize it's still the NFL. So regardless if they tell you whether they tell you what they're going to do with this game or not, as far as for team wise, that might make a difference. But for people watching, it's not going to make a difference because if you're watching, you're most people watch their team. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So the at this point right now, the game of the week, the two games of the week, this had nothing to do with that, which is Titan Jags on the Saturday. Yeah, and Packers Lions on the Sunday. I think 
I think this game still had a lot to do because if if Bengals lost, no, I'm not saying game, it did. I'm not saying it didn't have anything. I'm saying this week coming up, like this week coming up, the two games that they put at the end that they flex for the last games going into whatever shows and all that stuff that they wanted were the clinching games. It they had, they, they, they had those two, but their Bengals and Ravens game was also on schedule to be flexed. It was either a one o'clock start or or four. 25, I know, but that's that goes into a next game. That doesn't go into a next show. That's where I'm saying the difference is, right? These, like Josh was saying, the lead into Saturday Night Live is Titans Jags. Mm-hmm. Going into no, the, the, the playoff game will be not that one. The playoff game will be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. next week though. It's Titan. I mean, this week it's Titan Jags yeah. as your last game. And then yeah. it is Packers Lions as your last game on Sunday. Like it's those were set. Every other game that they might have flexed was gonna go from one well, to even, four. Well, even even those afternoon, afternoon games, game. like the 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 Rams and the Seahawks game that'll be on Fox, that'll lead into Fox programming that they want you to lead into, right? That has playoff implications. Cowboys and the Commanders or the Giants and Philly, whatever Fox affiliate you have that, that's going to lead in to certain Fox programming that they want you and to normally lead into. it's just the news, to yeah. tell you the truth. <laughs> but like, then they want you to go to the news because yeah. they yeah. want you to go to the news. So like, yeah. so it's just, it's a, like we said, this is just a weird situation overall. Like we can all admit like this is, they don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing. Um, my guess earlier, like yesterday when this happened, I said to Josh, I was like, I thought that they were going to put this as like a, Hey, Amazon, we can give you this one game right here. Right. Like to make up for some of the horrible games that they've given them the whole year. You know what I mean? Like, this is kind of like that makeup game and still help with, help with, uh, solidifying whatever partnership that they were trying to do moving forward. So hearing that the game wasn't going on at all this week, I commended them for that. I just wasn't expecting that, to tell you the truth. And and people that were like, oh, well, they handled COVID. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This has nothing to do with COVID. COVID, you can be like, well, you have a set amount of players. You can play. You're dealing with raw, real emotion. There is guys in this team. Stefan Diggs stayed with his teammate his brother, like in a human, in human way that anybody would overnight in the hospital with him because he was concerned that he was about to lose someone that he has been in the trenches with all year and growing with together. That is a real human life situation. This isn't the Denver Broncos having all their quarterbacks with COVID and, oh, that sucks. Or coach, you knew that with that Ravens and Steelers game a few years ago that kept on getting bumped because of COVID. This is an entirely different, different situation we are dealing with real human emotion where a young man may have passed away and may still pass away hopefully not he's in critical condition right now but having to find his family the the emotion that we saw on the camera and everything like that this is not a oh well we can just schedule it on thursday or wednesday this it's not it's not a big no this was a real the, the players would not have played by the way there there's no chance in hell those players would not have played last night there, I, I, I firmly believe I, it. I, I, honestly, honestly, I will counter. I'll say I think they would have played. Just not not because they want to play, 
well, as I mentioned earlier, I think people are just creatures of habit. And I think they would have just, like, it would have been a more dangerous. Like, football one of those things where you can't be half-assed and play football. It's too That's fast. why I don't think the, the Bills would have played. I don't think the Bills would have. It's, it's, it's too violent. I, I, I think there's so much more that could have went wrong. Um, but, like, we've been on this for a long time. And, like, I would kind of just kind of just end what I'm saying on this. Like, mm-hmm. Josh and I have real-life experience with this. Um, with yeah. um, losing somebody, yeah. um, and having to continue on after that, like real life experience with it, and it's not easy. It doesn't get easier. I mean, like, like um, rest in peace to John, man. But it's not. It doesn't get easier, man. And no, and like, and like, I think end of the day. Our play, our, our prayers are just be with 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 him and his family. Um, and the players, man, and the, the the players that are there, and like these guys are they they're like they're in the trenches. They they go through it. All. They're 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 in practice. They're in the on the. Well, you know better bus, than us, coach. You're you're there, right? Yeah, you're but, in this. You're yeah, in this they, shit. You're, you're in that you're, brotherhood. And then like I know on a, from a college level, from like a little college in Alberta, but like those guys. Their families are all together. Like when they do parties, their families yeah. are like they, they get to know their families. They get to know their coach. Stories. I know that as someone that my sister was a starting point guard on U of A, and so we were ingrained. As yeah. someone that has a, a sibling that's in a starting yeah. lineup on a team, you were ingrained in yeah. that in that culture. You're there, so like your family becomes their family. Like it, 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 it it's not only like in college. It's like yo, like I, like when I go in and, and go, I go see Chuck. I'm like, hey Chuck, how you doing? You know. And I'll check like how how how's your family? You know, like it's different, but like when those guys like you're checking on them, their moms, your sister, does your brother still do like you know, like you're you're it's, yeah. it's deeper than just the mm-hmm. sport. And I think I think people who have not been in the locker room won't understand that part of it. So when you see the players that are like devastated, like Stefan Diggs and stuff, like that's so there's a real bond there. And um yeah, man. The only thing I can say is that prepare for their family, man. As as I said, like we lost John beginning of the year, and we have to go out and play. Like we had a game, get up, like we had a exhibition game like the next week, I think. Two and then John was that, you know? he was he was part of this memorial game. He wanted to fuck with us and have this let Avery get this buzzer beater <laughs> to go buzzer to overtime. Beater. I still I still swear to God that John was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck with everyone. I'm gonna make this game go yeah, to yeah. overtime. Because I'm just gonna time. sway a little bit. Because that's my dude, been, Avery. It would have been. Um, it would have been perfect if Chuck hit that shot to yeah. win the game uh-huh. at the end. But like he, he got free he, throws. He broke the scoring record. Anyway. He broke the scoring record. Yeah, yeah, it broke the yeah. scoring record. Yeah, you know. So like, there's just so much that goes into that goes into it. But like, as I, as I've been saying, like we've we've seen the finality of. Like losing somebody, even though it wasn't it wasn't traumatic, like it was it wasn't in the game, it wasn't anything of that nature. But we've been there, and the only thing I can think about is just the players that were there, the players that saw him on the ground, the players mm-hmm. that saw them use the, the defib, the players that saw him like basically die on the field. Like that stuff doesn't leave you. That stuff doesn't leave you, man. And and like, yeah, man, I'll just leave it at that. You know, prayers out to everybody involved. That's why, like, I don't want – we're going to break this pod into two parts. Um, we're going to do this part here, and then we'll talk about football in a separate part because I don't really feel comfortable just 
continuing on with just a football thing. I think I want to let us all kind of take a, a breather here. Cause I mean, even having to mm-hmm. echo some stuff that, you know, some of these network executives and what, what makes me feel fucking gross. So um, we'll, we'll wrap up here in the, next, in the next two minutes or so, and then we'll cut this off and then we'll, we'll give you the, uh, the week 18 preview and I'll look back at week 17. But before we do that, just any last thoughts, guys? Um, to say. I, I just want to say that I'm uh, happy that they raised the $4 million at this point and it's still going for the foundation. Um, I feel like that goes a long way. Um, I also think that I also want to commend the Bengal fans that were outside the hospital. Mm-hmm. They did vigil too. Yeah, um, because those are tough situations. And like, as a person that worked in the homeless found uh, homeless sector for like two and a half years, having to use do CPR or use Narcan's and all that stuff to bring people back to life, like that stuff sticks with you. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter if you're right by the person doing the CPR or or, or doing the Narcan or you're just a person just on the sideline. Like those are, those are all stuff that sticks with you. You know what I mean? Like you remember that stuff. So all those people, all those fans that were at the game, all the people that were watching the game live that saw all that stuff, like. Well, like, luckily I'm so thankful that the players surrounded him. They surrounded it, but. I'm so thankful like, that. Could you imagine like them, like those images being released? Yeah, of on the field, like yeah. Especially I, the way, like, especially the way how social media is built up. Like that's I'm exactly so what you see. I'm so happy that that players like even though if, I don't know what intentional, like, I don't know what like a thing we gotta do this so that you know like nothing yeah. shown on TV. I don't know what intentional like that. It probably just like they want to be close to him. But regardless of the fact, I'm so thankful that it wasn't a case where cameras were able to get in there because, like, I I heard some news, there's some like Maria Taylor, and some other people were saying that like um that um they had camera people trying to get down there to see what's happening. They weren't they were they weren't getting access. Yeah. So you know, so like it's good that 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 stuff wasn't shown there because you look at other things like takeoff or um King Vaughn or like people like that who like lose their life and then. The Kobe oh, helicopter shit, which Kobe. to this Kobe day is still like like just... That. Yeah. Stuff like that is like, people are just sick. Kobe and I'm was, so happy that Kobe was up are, there as one of the worst ones for me, but the Nipsey sure. to me was... The Nipsey? The Nipsey, the, the Nipsey. Solo was... Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Not even the, the King Von, they released his autopsy, autopsy yeah. pictures, like stuff like that. Like, that's, that's fucked up. Like, you know, like, those people have families, and like, think, think about families, like, this man has mom in the stands. To see to yep. see that and the confusion to not know what's happening, it's like the, the you know like like I couldn't imagine like me being a parent now like I couldn't imagine that like you know it, like going it, to it a definitely, game. We we saw the humanity side of the good side of people yesterday, right? We saw the negative side of people. People like Skip, but mm-hmm. the one thing I I thought that I did like is the side of when people realize this is not sport, this is a human situation. Mm-hmm. And that we are humans and that we have, and when you guys talk about like with the Kobe bullshit with those police officers mm-hmm. and the, and the photos or even people remember it was like, Oh, see the helicopter crash. Why? I don't want to see yeah. 
that. I mean, it's different for me in the sense it's my idol, but it's still a human fucking being who gives a fuck. This is my idol. And, uh, and, and then people are like, oh, can I see the video of him falling? I need to see him falling and collapsing. And let's get the close-up of it all of a sudden, guys. And some of it's in media. That's the stuff I don't want to cover. The, the, the stuff of hearing Ryan Clark, an impassioned football player, talk about stuff. Hearing Coach talk about the impassioned stuff he talked about. Hearing the stuff the Senator just talked about with his human experience. That is the stuff that matters. Seeing guys, seeing Chris Jericho donate twice because he accidentally hit the U instead of the I in the donation and having to donate twice because he's like, ah, I messed my name up. I'll, I'll donate it again. And, and seeing that fundraiser continually go up was awesome and it goes to a point to you know our 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 guy john of when he passed away and we needed to get his body back to the states and how quick that fundraiser was raised because of the love and the humanity that was in that situation and i thought for the most part we did see a lot of good human being activity yesterday from this for prayers for action and for the donations that we're giving yesterday, that's something that I will take out of this day that I, I didn't think that we would see. I didn't think there was this much good spirit left in human in, in, in people. I really didn't. There's so much negativity and downsprod and racism and anti-Semitism and all this bullshit over the past year that we've had to be suffocated from. And finally, in the light of something absolutely horrible, we did see a little shining light of humanity yesterday from a lot of good people. There were shitty people like Skip, but we did see a lot of good human activity yesterday. Yeah, like we said, uh, prayers up to everyone. Hopefully, hopefully, remember that your mental health is just as important as your physical yeah. health. So if you feel like you need to need to speak to somebody, make sure to do so because that does go a long way. And just don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it and that goes for whether you were a fan watching on the team like the family doesn't doesn't matter your mental health is just as important or even could be more important than your physical health so hmm. work on that well said all right uh, we're gonna talk about uh the games in week 18 in a separate pod if you want to listen to that if not, everyone, love your friends, love your family. Sometimes, I think, I can't remember who did this, but sometimes just call those people and just let them know you love. I, I think when we ha- we hear that stuff, you're like, that's corny. But when you see a situation like this, you don't really know how fast situations can happen and how it can go down. So just, you know, be you know prominent with the people you love, like Coach was talking about with his kids and his family and everything like that, watching the game with them and uh yeah it's a it's a city shitty situation I, I was selfishly happy to be around five people that i admire yesterday in that situation we got to talk it out so uh that was that was a cool aspect of everything i wish it didn't happen but it was cool to have five people that we could talk about the situation to each other yesterday so call people that you love let them know you love them and prayers up for uh dharma and dharmar um and uh Hopefully we uh, we see a bright side coming out of this. All right, until next time, folks. Cheers and enjoy the day. Thank you.